Morning. G'day, Jerry. How's it hello, going? Hello, hello. Now, guess what, Emmy? I've <laughs> what? had some adventures. Oh, that's it. That's uh, that's what you're like. Yes, adventures. Yes. So oh, right, adventures, happened? which they <laughs> yeah. are connected. Unfortunately, uh-huh. <laughs> they are connected <laughs> yeah. to what we were talking about before and what we oh, were yes. previously yeah, discussing. Recap. Okay, mm. quick, quick recap. Difficult things when you practice psychology and we were particularly focusing around complaints but, you know, things that go wrong. And both of my adventures were connected (sighs) to this theme, which which is good and bad. We will will Mm -hmm. try and find the good. So what sparked... Oh, dear. Just before you drop... What the stimulus was, I was thinking about my clients who have done really well in lockdown, um, who who exemplify personal growth and functional coping. Wow. Yes, yes. There there are a couple. There are a couple who've done really well. Now, Mm -hmm. this is not, of course, to say that there's anything wrong with my coping uh the <laughs> 300 recorded episodes of house hunters, house hunters International. yes mm. right and the 30 year back catalog of law and order yeah yeah you're you're all over that jerry and we are having some tech these issues things that, are going to watch yeah. themselves Jimmy. yeah no, no, that's right. mm, yeah mm. i bet we're having tech issues we had yeah. tech issues in my adventures as well okay well a, a shame on. I'll just fill in if we lose you for a bit. We'll just have to roll with it like you do in lockdown, all right? So what I, what's happened is I thought to myself, the clients who are doing well, there's two factors. This was mm-hmm. my reflection. Mm-hmm. One factor is that they have oh dear. stuff going on, right? Yep. So some degree of keeping busy and active practitioner would say they're moving towards valued living uh, <laughs> and they also have that that other dimension of momentum or moving forward or new things are happening or good things oh, are happening so I thought right how can I get a bit of that in my life yeah let's and get a bit of that yeah. the answer was of course a webinar um <laughs> yes <laughs> Okay. All right. We'll roll with it. So you thought you, you, webinar. Uh, you're thinking right. that the the answer wasn't a webinar, but, maybe but mm. the answer was a webinar. What, was it? Okay. Yes. What? What? Yes. Right. On so, psychedelic mushrooms is the potential therapeutic approach, or something less exciting than that? Ah, it was on treatment <laughs> yeah. failures. Oh, God, so brave of us look, to yes. look at our failures now. Aren't we brave? We're starting to have a bit of self-reflection and go into the mistakes. Good, good. Okay. Yes, well, yes. Oh, it was right. really valuable training. It was put on by a branch of the APS, the southwestern branch of a major city. Mm-hmm. Everyone was so nice. Mm. Um, oh, yes, so they're quite truly- nice in them. Mm. Yeah, it was it was truly lovely. I yes. wasn't there for their secret branch meeting. I just no, changed. no. You need a badge and a password yes, and yes. a handshake for that. But yeah, yes. okay. And and at that time, I was very webinar focused. So. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> sure you were. Uh, so, so that was that was one 
ideas to get mm-hmm. some personal growth and momentum and oh, move look, forward. Good work, Jerry. Outstanding. Outstanding work. Yes. Which paradoxically involved reflection on what we mm-hmm. were talking about, what goes oh, wrong, yeah. problems. Yeah, what buggers up. Yeah. More problems in the therapeutic relationship and mm-hmm. in the treatment as opposed to the external problems that we were talking about, the real okay. the real yep. stresses that come from outside. Yes, righto. Being that online. Mm-hmm. But there was something else in me. Yeah, uh, was. I went for a job interview. You didn't. Uh, Oh, you did. Yes. You've you've stepped yes. out. Oh, hello. I what abs- happened? Well, hello. it was on Zoom, yes. and my makeup oh. looked lovely. Well, that's as the main did thing. My framing and lighting, uh, good, which was good. all irrelevant because the tech went down, and we had to do oh, it over the scary. phone. Oh well, good recovery. You know, that's all right. Things don't always go to plan, but if we're moving in a general direction, we'll sort of problem solve our way to get there. So, good job. Well done. Uh, well, no, well, no, it's no. good that you're being. Okay encouraging because it didn't result in failure and humiliation no jerry okay well what happened Um, tell me anyway and i'll have a quick drink i could have lost them when i referred to myself as late career and almost dead um you've let a bit of your yeah your shadow slipped out a bit there Mm. Difficult. <laughs> Not so. Someone that was almost dead. Although the almost you say, dead, oh, you know, don't uh, cause a lot of problems. Okay. Now, hang on. This is important, right? Because I love that this has come out in a job interview, right? So there's a massive double signal there, Big G. Well, I didn't refer to myself as crusty. No. Um, Crust. <laughs> well, okay. That's on the Which upside. Is- yeah. Okay, but there's a big double signal there, Tiger. Like I'm going for the interview on the one hand. On the other hand, I'm dead and late career and possibly one foot in the grave. That's not interesting. Yes. I love yes. it when death I, comes into the, the into the experience. It's important. The, Something's the dying. Self, the self-sabotage yeah. was not as oh, no, uh, it's not strong as, as you may think okay, because sorry. I did only want one day a week and they <laughs> that didn't meet their needs. So No, they wanted to flog you. Was it just quietly? Was you don't have to name the organisation, of course, but was it a private practice clinic? Uh, oh, yes and no. Yeah, oh, okay. there was, I was going for a job in part of the private practice yeah. clinic, and right, it, it is it is a good organisation. Um, mm. It is a bit of a downer on the old upbeat mood and personal growth because especially in this time where there are so many advertisements for psychologists where the demand for our skills is so huge (laughs) but (laughs) I will still find a way to be rejected well you might have been rejected because I think and this this is a shock to you Jerry I know as a eventually in the future would be a business owner but the bottom line is actually quite important so I mean, and, and some employers in private practice have ridiculous ideas about how much work a psychologist can actually do. It, it, it probably wasn't <laughs> the case in this scenario. Okay. I think All it right. really was the one day a week. But what was interesting, right, right where yes. the learning comes yeah. from. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Is I, um, apart from saying I was almost dead, 
I didn't do <laughs> as well as one might expect in the interview scenario, despite oh, the well. fact I had carefully prepared and looked lovely. Oh, I'm sure you look lovely. Um, <laughs> it was actually it was actually a really good interview because it had yeah. that aspect of scenarios and they were mm-hmm. very, very keen to know what will you do when things go wrong. So there was lots of describe a situation where you had to do a repair with a client, describe a difficult client and what went wrong. Uh, Now, the good news is I was not quite ready for that. I'd sort of prepared in a different direction. I'd kind of prepared in the types of problems the clientele would have. So that was interesting. And I have been to an interview before where they tried to get that kind of problematic scenario going. And I guess that that is as close as we can get to a testing of a work situation. That's a pretty complicated thing to address in an interview, though I understand why it's important because it assumes a couple of things. It It assumes a lot of things. It assumes the reason there was a breach in the therapeutic alliance was more to do with you uh, and uh, rather than some uh, um, c- complicated and, and possibly dangerous behaviour on the part of the client, yes, which can it also it's happen. Still, it's still the therapist's responsibility to deal with that and hence, Emmy, as I always say, yep. the interconnectedness of all things, why yep. we're essentially evolving to talk more and more about serious Difficult problems. things. Right. Um, Mm-hmm. Now, I did hold back on the humour. I once oh, went to a job interview. Well, you know. <laughs> that might have been well advised in the old interview scenario. It's risky yeah. to take the jokes in. Yeah, you know. yeah, I know, I know. But you've got to care a bit. So, so yeah, well, you, you want it. That's your, well, it's your style of engagement. So, oh, yeah, I see the problem there. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, right. that's, yeah, that's a compassionate. Right. But yeah. I, I did hold back in this scenario from my past where okay. um, where the job interview was held was where the practice was, which is in a uh-huh. big building in the secret city. That okay. It's a very beautiful building. There's lots of toilets in there that are very oh, clean great. and nice, <laughs> so you can just nip in if you're having a bit of a shop. No um, bladder worries <laughs> there then. You've got options. Yeah, like oh, Maya in the city, you know, there's Maya's options, got options on every floor. Yeah, 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 um, but there's many psychology practices, and there's a okay. list. So you've got the scenario: many floors, many nice bathrooms, many. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, Jerry, come back! And mm. the scenario given to me, scenario given to me in the interview, was you're in a lift with a client, and they say to you, "Would you like to get a coffee now?" Oh, oh, that's pretty say? tame, man. That's it, it, a, oh, it was pretty yeah. tame, and I that's held back. Tame. I mean, it, what that's that's basically giving you the opening for a joke. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> so well, <laughs> who's paying oh. for the coffee? Oh, Ripper! Can I get soy Ripper milk? Joke. Oh, um, oh no! Please, not the soy milk. <laughs> 
Of course. Um, gee, that's awkward and tricky and I could see that as being an issue, yeah. For the record, the correct answer is kind yep. of relationship or whatever you can say in the elevator. You may just say something nice and brush it off and then later on address it a bit more in the session. Okay, standard answer there, people. Do not say who's paying for coffee. Do no, not that mention would... <laughs> soy milk. Do not mention oat milk. <laughs> that's not the time. Oh to dear! For your milk needs or your caffeine needs, it's a good. It's a good. Tri- it's, it's tricky. It's a tricky scenario, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know. There's one yeah. right answer to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, anyway. I found the in the most what is, recent yeah. interview, I found the tricky scenarios really difficult because y- you got to hold back on anything really painful. It's not, mm, as not yeah, it's true. Where I can yeah. talk about complaints yeah. or so on. Yeah, and no, no, no. It, no, it no. kind of had to be a bit more sanitized, sort of wrapped yeah. up, you know, with a happily ever after ending. And, I mean, I'm sure that that wasn't implied. I'm sure it would have been okay to talk about if you lost somebody. Um, yeah. Uh, lost somebody More to than, treatment. I'm not, mm. you know, uh, implying anything else. Uh, but that, w- that was um, really, it was really good and it was exceptionally difficult, mm-hmm. I think, because my frontal lobe was a little bit impaired Mm. and I had a supervisor who used to say and this was so useful that Mm -hmm. when people are aroused their frontal lobe capacity goes yeah that's true of course that's true yeah yeah so you're nervous in an interview your frontal lobe doesn't work as well you may use uh, humor such as you know I'm almost dead um and a little bit crusty Mm. <laughs> maybe yeah yeah mm. um so so i think people want to talk about problems um i do i think we, we need to yeah i'm not sure i like your idea of a framework in some ways i think that scenario of asking you in an interview how you would handle like that's a relatively tame situation you know running into a client in a lift like that's not yeah. gonna it's yeah, not I, devastating I, I, I can't really see anyone getting that one wrong. That one was too easy. Yeah, that's um, a pretty tame one. But yeah. there are other situations that are way more complicated where yes. the the safety of the psychologist concerned is important to consider. It's not yes. as simple as it's all on you. Yes. Some of it's like binge it. So, for example, I remember going for an interview or whatever a long time ago at a psych practice and they wanted me to do after hours and okay I understand that's a a high Mm. turnover time but they wanted me to do after hours with no one else on site yes yes no that is just not safe I mean no I'm I'm being emphatic (laughs) no (laughs) it's just not and I could not believe that they would not understand that and the reason for it of course was bottom lines it was about money Yes. And it was about we can't afford the expense of a receptionist at that time. That is putting the psychologist in an extremely dangerous position. Yes, yes. And there's simple ways mm. around it as well. And like that just don't work that for them. tells you something about them. Uh, oh, it certainly does. It, it, and it, yeah. Mm, mm, that is very that's very clear information. Yeah. I 
I've if, got, if they were a boyfriend, you'd be like, next. Yes. I've got <laughs> um, two anecdotes here. Mm-hmm. Um, one anecdote is I was working after hours. I think there may have been another psychologist there. Mm-hmm. It was in a private practice and somebody buzzed to come in. So it was maybe 6 or 7 o'clock at night. There weren't many people around. There wasn't reception staff around. Mm-hmm. And somebody buzzed to come in for a session, and uh, they said it was their first session, um, and I welcomed them in to the waiting room. I said, please sit down and make yourself comfortable because I assumed that they were seeing the other psych. And I think I even got them a glass of water. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they were in the wrong place. <laughs> oh, bless. Oh, bless. Jerry, that's so, isn't that funny? It sort of follows you around this sort of you know, Security breach. situation, situation of humor. <laughs> oh, bless you. You know, <laughs> should never yeah. conflict with that young man's treating psychologist. Oh, dear. He knew where there was comfort and refreshment. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, oh so yes. dear! And my friend also went for a job interview where they didn't give her the right kind of answers, and in fact refused to acknowledge mm. the problems around seeing art people after hours and alone. It's uh, just unbelievable that that would even be considered to be an oh, option. Oh, I mean, female fem- female GPs have this issue as well. So you know, you get it. Female GPs obviously work super hard as well. And they sometimes are seeing four patients an hour, which is just ridiculous. But anyway, that's what's happening. And, of course, with that kind of volume, you're going to get the occasional male client who wants to show you their their penis, you know. Mm. That's why they've come in. Mm. And that is not appropriate, not in a healthcare setting. However, GPs are doing physical assessments and, of course, you know, the penis is part of the male body. That said, there's a context there. They're in there to flash or show off or do something of a bit weird. You know, the GPs, that, that particular problem with GPs is also not, not as to my understanding or experience, has been very well addressed in the healthcare sector either. So this issue is just uh, not addressed. It's uh, just not, it's just pretended like it's not a problem. I've got another, I've yeah. got, I mean, this mm-hmm. is secure. I, I never even thought of that, Emmy. Security. Yeah, show their willies. They want to. Yeah. Security is an external problem that mm. is yeah. live and real and that oh, we yeah. should talk about. We mm-hmm. we speak together a lot about feeling emotionally safe. And I do have a story. A new mm-hmm. client was scheduled at 5 p.m. with no reception staff. I think it was right. even 5 p.m. on a Friday. So I didn't oh, know well. them. Mm. Uh, they Great. were male. And I emailed the receptionist, the practice manager, along the lines of not for the first time, um, you know, for the first, for the initial assessment. I may mm-hmm. have even used the phrase axe murderer. You know, I don't hold yeah. back on phrases like crusty and axe murderer and nearly No, dead. no, very flagrant. Um, he's probably are. not an axe murderer, but mm-hmm. just as our policy, yes, um, yes. I don't see new clients um, oh, after 5 p.m. on a mm. Friday. Lots of other reasons to do that. Like what are you going to do if they're suicidal, for example? Anyway, mm. believe it or not, and, and I made it clear, just for the first time. Later on it can come at that time, no problem. Uh, so there was pushback on this. 
Mm -hmm. Um, and this was more than one email, and this is not an issue that should ever be more than one email. And one of the things that I subsequently had to escalate about was if I'm raped, you will have a lot of paperwork. Wow, Um, Jerry, that's rough, man. Yeah, it it is rough because I was sort of flagging, you need to at least pretend to care at this point. We've got to um, slow this down. Again, not getting yeah. the cliches I felt no, I deserved. No, no. Because um, this is, the, okay, so we're, we're, so rape has now entered the room. We're talking about physical security risks for, for psychologists. It's becoming less symbolic, so it's harder for us to work out what where the safety gates are getting breached here. But that that is a very, very important scenario. And I just to further illustrate this issue, I want to go one step deeper because a psychologist was involved in that scenario with yourself, and I've got a similar one with a referral from another clinical psychologist, Jerry. I'm very dark on some clinical psychs. She sent me a client for group therapy, which was very dangerous and 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 actually psychotic. But when we discussed the case, she did she just said that it, there was no risks in that department at all, uh. and and Mr. and he managed to get through about a year and a half of therapy before having an absolute meltdown in the middle of the group. And when and I, so I had it, you know, I had a safety thing going on with her, and I said, okay, well, if anything does happen, we'll, we'll call you. And she, you know, she didn't want to transfer treatment of his case to me entirely. She just wanted him to come for group therapy. Uh, uh. So so I bloody had to ring her the absolute lunatic psychologist (laughs) and she nowhere to be found wouldn't pick up the phone wouldn't respond could not get her to respond to the client Mm. now this kind of darkness among between psychologists is very very dangerous and it's absolutely not acknowledged anywhere in our profession and i'm talking about female to female bullying Mm. where where one woman is setting up another woman Well, this um, Very dark. is is along the lines of problems. We've talked yeah. previously about complaints, yeah. but a serious problem can be an irreconcilable difference with a colleague. Um, well, it's not that, though. Come on, let's talk. This is close to murder. It's an intention to murder, and it's not being acknowledged. It's not just a breakdown in a relationship. It's not just we've had a bit of a tiff. It's much darker than that. Yeah. Oh. Somebody (laughs) with a callous lack of un for the safety of another person. See, I can see see you're going into the cognitive dissonance and it's really hard to see it. And I'm not, this is not a criticism. So you're trying to paint it nice. No, 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 I'm not trying to paint it nice. I'm not trying to paint it nice at all. No, okay. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm not thinking of your scenario. I'm thinking oh, of okay. my so own fair scenario. Enough. Okay, no, that's because fine. Because yeah. I was a contractor. I was working um, for a clinical psychologist and I feel that there was callous disregard around safety. Well, I think it was pretty bloody obvious, Jerry, my uh, darling psychologist uh, colleague. Uh, I think that was just not on, and I think you're you're sort of um, what's the correct word for this? You're bless you. You're minimising this the dangerous intention that was being directed towards you. Uh, uh, 
Mm. And I'm not, that's not a criticism. I understand why, because you, it puts you in a lot of conflict with like, honestly, you know, the, how could a colleague do this to me? Rah, rah, rah. Well, I don't know if you could think of the person or the situation as a colleague at this point. I think she, there's a woman who is doing something to you. Mm, mm. But you're also thinking that that describes your own scenario. I'm just illustrating, I'm, I'm using that story to try and illustrate what I think is going on here with you. And I think it's extremely hard to acknowledge and it's very frightening. Because mm. Blind Freddy can tell you, Blind Freddy knows five o'clock on a Friday night by yourself in a clinical practice seeing a male client you've never met before is dangerous. But a receptionist doesn't know. And it was a receptionist? Who's he, the client? The, Who was required? The receptionist, yeah. Um, so in the correspondence, I obviously mm -hmm. copied in the madam, the principal. But how did that scenario even come up? Well, this, this is another um, situation is often we have admin people doing intake and oh, making assessments or not making assessments because they're not trained to do that, that's not even on their radar, about risk. Their goal is to book people in because that's mm. what the madam wants them to do. Yeah, but and the madam is overseeing the whole thing, yes, surely. Yes. Right? Yeah. yes, and this brings mm. me to another problem which is a very live and very serious problem some people don't get this problem when I talk mm -hmm, to okay. other clean sites in the outside world but mm -hmm. sometimes the admin staff are not handled well and in you fact, want to make it about that you want it to be the admin staffs to cause no, a problem no, no. is that right no it's the responsibility of the madam but sometimes the admin okay. staff are mm -hmm. rewarded for pleasing the madam and so, because she pays their wages, right. they're yeah, the ones right. that um, she has to mm. suck up to. And so the admin staff will then do things like, you know, book people in at five o'clock because mm, their concern yeah. is not you, it is not okay. the practitioner, is not the safety. And they also do things like spy. Um, yeah, see, see, I'm seeing a lot of red. How come we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few red flags flying around here that. Um, I feel like you're wrestling with, though, um, and I'm, yeah. I, I am, I am yeah. wrestling with them, but it's not a live wrestle. It's no, not it's happening a the where past. I work okay. at the moment. Mm, okay. Um, it's dangerous, though. Can we feel the danger in the room? Can you feel the, the presence of a predator? Yeah, there's, you know, like well, it's we're, we're a bit danger. Well, who is the yeah. predator? That's exactly well, that's, right, yeah, isn't that's it? A, it's a great question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, there could be a number of predators in the room. Yeah, I know. But so, so there's a general sense of unsafety, right? We're not feeling safe about whatever whatever the story is. There's an archetypal predator lurking nearby, and we can feel it. Ah, ah. And we're trying to work out where is this predator? Okay, it was in the past. It's not in the present. We're trying to reassure ourselves. We're like, okay, well, I'm safe now. But we're not totally convinced that we are safe. Ah, well, I'm not. Because predators yes. can sneak in, right? Yes. Let, let's, think about, let's think about your scenario and my oh, scenario. Oh, yeah, well, I've had that. Predators yeah. can sneak in where people are not nice, where they're not taking care of each other. Well, they're a bit malevolent. Uh, can also uh, 
uh, sneak in where there are not the systems in place, like a system or a policy. Mm. I could be being overly pro-bureaucratic here, but a simple policy of we do not see new people after 4 p.m. on a Friday Mm. uh, could really have sorted a lot of stuff and made everybody Mm. feel a lot safer and, and made everybody, in fact, be a lot safer. Well, you, so, you're, tempted, you're tempting me into having a problem-solving, solution-oriented, outcome-focused conversation about this, but uh, I think it's actually much more in the realm of the I, unconscious. I, I think, like I think, yeah, I think it needs both. I okay. think if the unconscious is sound, then the systems and the so let's so let's try and get precise. Problem. All right, let's get precise around what exactly is going wrong in the minds of the people that are allowing this to happen, Jerry. That's the key question. Oh, they just don't care. Well, maybe that's a superficial reading of it, but I like a lot more detail behind why don't they just care? Because that's you're talking about it and a lack of empathy to the degree that's from a certain lens looks a bit sociopathic. Like that's quite a lot of I don't care. Well, it's got a what's actually going on here? Like what let's be more detailed about it. Like what Well, notice the referral, right? Mm. You're referring to sorry, <laughs> referring to is just the wrong verb to use. <laughs> okay, well, uh, referencing what, or yeah, see, we yeah, can't, yeah, we can't, we can't, can't, can't even pointing you're out, you're pointing to something, you, you've, you've got the finger of flame out, and you, yeah, right. yeah, you were describing a situation where somebody made a referral to your group, yeah. right? Well, um, who knows what the circumstances yes, were around often, that, but anyway, often the underlying message to a referral is make this problem go away for me. Um, so I well, think I... That that's often the motivation. Um, I know she was more malevolent than that because she knew yes. her, she'd been working for a client with her client for six years. So she knew, and I don't know what exactly the circumstances of the referral was. She was blindly came across as fairly okay when I into, I took the intake from her, but I did ask I may, I asked significant questions about risks to safety for the other members of the group, for the client themselves, and for me. And what we would do if that occurred, and she was adamant that that was not a risk. And there was, she claimed there was no prior um, charge history of assault or anything like that, and and that turned out to be not true as well. Um, now, okay, I could have asked for a police check, I suppose, but um, but then you're trying to build a rapport with a new client, and I interviewed them, and I spent about an hour with at least both people. And I and we agreed on how to handle the situation with both parties if things went pear shaped. And you know, ah. it, in his, in his defence, he was also a certain there was certain vulnerability to him, and he was trying within his limits to do some recovery. And he did make it through eighteen months, which was amazing. But then when he lost it, it was spectacular. And it was all the things that I was concerned about anyway. But I think my instinct was already telling me there was a problem there, and I didn't entirely listen to it. Never. Don't listen to your instinct. In, you know, forget about all the frameworks you've got. Your instinct is your best friend to protect your uh, own safety. Uh, anyway, that, say, don't pretend to not see the red flags. Well, but the thing is, Jerry, mentally ill people do have red flags. So it's about how do you respond to complexity and do perform the duties that you your vocation requires. So it's uh, it's. Uh, but I, I think this is a quite. A, it's a, bit, a bit, it's a big tangle what we're trying to work out here. So we need something to focus on. Well, let's focus on your story because 
I think it's probably more got more juice in it than because what I've introduced is terrifying. <laughs> so we're uh, not ready. We're not ready uh, for that. But I'm just I want to just flag it as there is a, a level lower than the story uh, that you're describing. It's not just not carelessness. Just- it's not just training errors. It's not just I don't care. It's something much darker underneath that. Much darker. Mm. I overheard another conversation at mm. my previous workplace and uh-huh. this conversation was around um, do we get a duress? Um, am I saying that word correctly? Yeah, duress button. Yeah, duress button. Yeah, a duress system. Yeah. No, no, I, I think that the vision was something um, that you uh, wear around your neck. Yeah, it's a little, it's a, yeah, like, well, again, me, a little um, device with a button on it or or some variation of that and you hit it and an alarm come, goes mm, off. Mm. Mm. And the madam was talking to the admin person about, an, sorry, this, <laughs> this analogy sure has legs um, because in brothels they do take security They do have, seriously, well, depending on it. cannot do it in private practice in psychology. Well, there's many um, levels of prostitution, but yes, sure. If you're a licensed parlor, you have there are some pres- security processes. That's true. Yes, yeah. yes. The, you know how useful they are in every scenario. Anyway, sorry. So the madam was talking to the receptionist about another one of the employees who, another one of the workers who um, was seeing people after hours and was young and female who, let's face it, that describes a huge amount of the psychology workforce yeah, in this country. I know, I know, and, I know, it's really scary. was saying, um, oh, should we get a duress because is that cost going to be worth it if it's such a low incident risk? Wow, wow. Um, so, yeah, just one one rape's okay, but maybe tens worth the duress button. So on a cost benefit uh, analysis and outcome focused solution oriented discussion, it just doesn't warrant the expense, Jerry. I mean, that's the reality. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's not hurting me, but it does cost the business. So yeah, I think we can handle one or two rapes, maybe not ten. Maybe I'd have no yeah, sites then. Yeah, and it's only ever gonna be one or two. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, anyone who thinks like that, I <laughs> don't see how they can be like, oh, like what? Oh, they're, out even there, they're out there, Amy. They're out there. I think they're out there in force, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I wanted to talk to you about what do you want to do about that today? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> okay, sure. Um. It, this topic's trying to push through, so we've got to, if we don't ah, pay right. attention we, to it, we've got to, it'll keep showing up in other forms. So uh, we can talk about whatever you, if you want to park it and go on to other things, and then if it shows up again, we've got to, we've got to note that and go, okay, it's still here. We haven't addressed it yet. No, I, unfortunately, and this is yeah. not adequate, I'm not for one no. single second saying it's adequate, but market mm. forces are going to, at the moment, um, <laughs> I love your when you start talking about money. Yes. yes. Yeah. In your market forces are going to sort this because people. <laughs> no, they won't, Jerry. Because <laughs> practices are desperate for workers. 
apart from, the, apart from the almost dead, right? That they, they need workers, and so the balance the balance of supply and demand is shifting a little bit towards the practitioner, the contractor being a rarer commodity. At that's your moment, that's your that's your idea. Yeah, yeah. Okay. at the moment okay. and not forever. And I do have some evidence for this, albeit anecdotal, which is mm. that the ads for workers are getting much more effusive. Um, before. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that mean? Yeah. Well, what does that before mean? it used to be a massive list of criteria of what you needed oh, to yeah. bring to the business, right? Forget about but it. But now it's like three criteria. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like Three breathing, um, available, we can offer you. <laughs> Almost so, finished psychology. I mean, yeah, so I really think you can see this, like jump on psych exchange. I, I don't think I don't think market forces, as you say, are going to have any impact on this at all. Uh, it's got nothing, to, I don't think it's got anything to do with market forces, as you say. I also don't think your, your perception of demand, I think, I mean, I, I don't know if it's as real as you think it is. I know there's a lot of information in the media to suggest it is, but we there's a bigger mental health workforce than just psychologists. There's so, social workers, psychotherapists. There's there's options. It's not just about psychology. They can go elsewhere. People uh. can find find support elsewhere. Um, I I don't think that demand you perceive is actually saying right. Finally, listen to us. I don't I don't think it's as simple as that. I just yes. don't think it yes. is. I think you could. I think you could well be right. I, I mean, I think we're both right. I think it is yeah. there as a phenomenon, but I do agree with you. It's not enough. It's not enough to get people to actually take care of each other in terms of basic safety. Well, there's a conflict between how you want to run a business and, mm. in some areas, what good practice looks like. It's just it's they don't all they don't easily gel together. You've got to actually think that through quite deeply. And it's too easy for an employer to just exploit the persons that are working. And there's a reason why you use um, working girls as an analogy for psychology is because there's a lot of truth to it. Mm, and mm. So, so you've got to work out what's that dynamic actually describing. Why is it a valuable metaphor? Why, do, why is it sort of funny? What is the truth in that that we're laughing at? Yes. And and why are we bloody laughing more importantly? Like it's not potentially when you look at it in the cold light of day, it's not that funny. Yes, yes. Yeah, it is It is really true. Yeah. And also why, uh, like I, I can see the analogy, but I think there's, there's two ways to practice psychology. You can, you can allow yourself to be exploited like a working girl potentially. And, I, you know, I've worked with, I've worked with lots of women who've, um, been in the oldest profession of the wo- in the world, and you know, uh. at times the transference needed a lot of work because because you know, but the, but they their work is really hard. It's also very dangerous. It's very yes. dangerous, and you know, it's, and it's also something you you can't quite grow out of, even if no one knows about your past. It's something that you you sort of carry with you. So I think working out why are we comparing psychology to prostitution is really, it's important. It's, it, there's a darkness there that is hard to unpack. And I think you need psychoanalysis and psychodynamic theory to unpack what the hell's going on there. 
Yes. I, I just well, don't think there's another paradigm that explains it. You, you can't really leave it at the level of solutions and get to an outcome because it just will keep, it will keep recreating itself. I think metaphor is valuable in many kinds of therapy. Um, yeah. I, in fact, have a book, this probably doesn't surprise you, called um, Metaphors in CBT or Metaphorical Work okay. in CBT. And mm -hmm. a metaphor allows you to build a bridge between something you understand yeah, and something does. you don't yeah. quite mm -hmm. understand. I think I just said what you said in different words. Yeah, actually. I agree. I agree yeah. with you. That's why um, you need it. So you can take uh, it from the... You can make it symbolic uh, so you can talk about it, take it out of the uh, unconscious. And, yes, and just to be a bit more concrete, um, yeah. I just do want to say we do respect sex workers and realise yeah. that they do have a It's heart. tough work. It's a, so, really so sitting in a chair job. and talking to someone um, and doing uh, a psychological treatment is not as difficult. We are merely using this as a metaphor, as an analogy. An English teacher would know the difference between those two terms, yes. but I don't, alas. Uh, so, so that's not to, to to say that that work is 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 not harder. I just want to. Oh, it's get complicated. That out. It's like every new client is an encounter. It's scary. There's like, you know, street prostitution in particular is very dangerous. It's ah, extremely dangerous. Ah. And I don't think, I mean, sex work is in its, it, it's complicated. Maybe we need a whole hour to talk about sex work. <laughs> maybe. Um, we've gone um, maybe Off track, 45 we? seconds without a book recommendation here. Okay, so you're um, feeling more comfortable. That's what that tells me. You're feeling safer, Jerry. We've named it now. You don't have to go to the bookshelf. Okay. Uh, no, just let's notice that. Oh, I've just got right, a really, okay. really excellent one. Okay, <laughs> right. I've got a really excellent book recommendation. I okay. cannot help myself in. Okay. All right. It is go. In My Skin by Kate Holden. I think it's, I've got that It's a book memoir. Yeah. yeah. It is a memoir of somebody and her, uh, sorry, somebody. Kate, Kate Holden is now an yeah. author, married yeah. to Tim Hannery, Australia's leading environmentalist. Woo! <laughs> um, so everyone's got a happy ending there. No pun intended. Oh, no, um, Jerry. <laughs> but, I yeah. mean, that, that book, in it's a memoir. Yeah. What? It is not a, um, but yeah. that book taught me a lot and is actually really, really valuable, really re well yeah. written. Um, recommended. Yeah, good to on you, Kate. Well done. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just we're having that. We're, if anybody yeah. is interested in that particular area, Jerry's, Jerry's just offering books. Um, she's trying to help. And I think, Jerry, what I think you do with the book is when you're feeling a little bit nervy, a bit like maybe I'm I'm not quite on my front foot, I'll just get to the bookshelf and we'll just see what we can get and then we'll help that the books help you, I think. I think they help. Yeah. They're part of the I, process, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. When we seek to understand something, Yes. Sometimes we need something that's out of our own experience or mirrors our own experience, which brings yeah. me to okay, something right, that is right. so epic 
Okay, oh God. I think it could blow your mind. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm in the I'm in the chair. I'm in the yellow chair. Like padding. Where where is yeah. the book on oh, psychology God. in Australia? I mean Jerry, per- perhaps you're gonna perhaps it's in the potential, the morphogenetic field in the dream time. It's gonna come forward as we collapse the potential in a in an observation. You you'll have to write it. You'll have to finish that though, right? You've well, got to start and get keep going until it's finished. <laughs> you, you, yeah. You're probably right in doubting my capacity to finish yeah, things. Jerry, but I think probably it, it Michael to work on. is already is already writing it. Yeah, no, you can write. You, why not? Why can't you write a book on that? You've got some experience. That's all you need, right? You've got some views, got some ideas. Get it in a book. Why not pipe up? Share your thoughts. That's what we're doing on the podcast. We've got about you know a hundred loyal listeners. Thank you, everyone. We're not we're not breaking the fourth wall, but anyway, and just we appreciate your attention in our journey. But anyway, Jerry, you could write that book. Why not? Why don't well, you have Amy, a crack? You, you could write that book as I'm well. I'm tired. I'm very tired. <laughs> Are you almost dead though? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of well, yeah, I'm not, as being yeah. almost dead <laughs> in your interview. <laughs> I love that you've cracked that. So you thought not too comfortable. They probably did a really good job making you feel comfortable, and then you've thought, "I'll oh, just you know share my inner world." That's what you do <laughs> to build rapport, and uh, and then it's gone a bit long, hasn't it? <laughs> just, it's what, gone a bit old. Even referring yourself to referring um, to yourself <laughs> as late career is is not helpful. Yeah, as opposed to experienced practitioner. Oh dear, it's all about the language, isn't it? It's all about the language. Yes. Oh, bless you. Hey, Amy, there's something yes. else that okay. went down which does oh, right. illustrate the whole late career thing. This yes. is the first time I've taken my date of birth off my CD. Shit. <laughs> oh, really? God, I did that yeah. ages ago. Wow. Oh, you? right. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can't remember. Actually, well, I've been working for myself for a while now, so <laughs> I haven't needed to. Yeah, right. You took it off. Good. Well, yeah. that's progress, isn't it? Uh, do, do you think so? Do you think I, it's well, progress I think, or well, do you think it's you fighting? Know. Do you think I was born oh, here we in go. 1970, <laughs> so should, oh, I, yes. should I have my date of birth there, which really Look. says, hey, I know what a Chico roll is. Um, yeah, no. Um, right. I ate rolls and ice cream as a child. Oh, did you? you know? That stuff was re- dreadful even then. There was too much brandy in it usually. <laughs> um, okay. Not in Queensland. <laughs> oh no, no, no! There was not enough of anything in Queensland. Oh dear. Okay. Well, you, yeah. Look, I think it's okay to take your date of birth, Jerry. Frankly, I don't think people really mind about that, do they? You know, do they really mind? I suppose if you mention the late career day, de- decade, that's that's <laughs> giving people some clues. I don't think. Do they really care? Do they care? Well, I, I was know. speaking. I was speaking to someone wise, and she thinks oh, that yes. she was rejected by jobs. It was in a different industry. Oh right, okay. Because yeah, of, of age. Um, her age, and I said, "Well, did you have your date of birth on your CV?" And she mm-hmm. said that she thought people could tell by things like the years you were at uni and stuff like that. Probably, I, I would um, say you probably. So could they do can that. kind. They can kind yeah. of work out a ballpark there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to figure out what branded neurosis we've landed in here, Jerry. What is well, what are you present to exactly? Like what? I mean, I, I know we're not super focused in this session. We've been meandering all over the countryside. 
what is um give us your next scenario maybe that have you got little if you got what what do your notes say you got something ready what have uh, you got well, there my next no scenario, yeah, there's, yeah there's a couple of directions we okay can that we can all take right. in the future let's we plow can, on let's uh, just plow on all right uh, off we go Miss Emmy, i yes. do have to note oh, though right. that you're yes. a business owner i am i, mean, I bloody why am are you a madam I was um, going to be a madam for a bit. You're a sole trader, is, is that? But I, yeah, I'm a sole trader at the minute. I was going to be a madam, but then I unfortunately became a, some like unwell to the degree that I couldn't really manage more people. So I, I rounded up some of my students and bless them, I wanted to give them everything they wanted. <laughs> but I just wasn't able to afford them. Is the trick. Look, I think, you know, the, the private practice model where you start farming out your work it it is inherently not a brilliant model. It's not it's yes. not suited to a salary, and that's a bit of a shock for your student um, psychologist. It's like what yeah. I'm, you know, I, I'm ready to earn big bucks. You know, I've trained. Come on, and it's a bit of a downer <laughs> when you've realised that you're going to get a fee per the, per hour. You know, so most psychologists that I uh, am aware of, not myself, sort of work for an organisation some of the time, and then they do a bit of bit of private practice after hours you know a couple of hours here and there maybe a day maybe Mm, a day mm. but the ones that actually work like I do and you can easily kill yourself just doing too much work it's really Mm, and mm. luckily I had a health condition which prevented me from going beyond an absolutely strict limit each week so I had to work within a limitation and I make it work that way so I just became more creative about how to generate an income but yeah if you're running a business i had to think quite deeply about how to make the business practice align with the practice practice mm. and i've got that going mm. now but with a share clearly articulated shared responsibility between myself and clients i'd love to offer some other people working students do ask for work here and there but um it's tricky it's tricky <laughs> to manage you know it tricky. is tricky because one thing that I really have a yearning to talk to you about, which is connected to all of this, it's connected to mm. feeling safe, it's connected yeah. to dealing with external problems, it's connected to dealing with problems uh, with the client, not problems is yeah. the word, I should say yeah. challenges, is yeah. supervision. And supervision oh, is yeah. brought out as the antidote to all of that um, I think supervision is another huge conversation itself. How do you trust your supervisor? Can your supervisor be your madam? You know, all of those things. Oh, God, no, 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 you can't do that. See, the thing, in in private practice when you're doing the farming out model, so you're sharing your work with other practitioners, after a very short period of time, that client becomes their client and they form a therapeutic alliance. And theoretically, if that psychologist went on, and this has happened to me, the clients will go with them. And that's and I've got some clients I've met, you know, 20 years ago in another job who come and go because of the various issues in their life. So they form a real attachment to you. And that needs to be considered as part of the practice model that you're that you're not really an employee, you're an autonomous practitioner. Mm, mm. And it's, I think it's quite hard to work out, well, who is responsible? Well, the psychologist is responsible, the psychologist, mm. not the practice. And I, I would also say from the point of view of the contractor, one of the things that's in my head, which I think is a, is a reasonable thing to have in my head, I'm taking it out of my head now, is yeah. what am I getting for my 40%? Oh, God, and is that all you were getting? See, I was for, really... for my <laughs> is that 40%, all you getting? 
I do want to be buffered a little from problems. Jen, Jerry, I managed to negotiate my way up to 70% in private practice, which is a bit of a cheeky negotiation. But I, I said, well, if you're going to put me on after hours, then I can walk away. You know, I, I can get more money. Like 40% is not good, mate. You know. <laughs> I think it's really good. <laughs> do you? Well, then, well, then I went oh, sorry, I get 60%. They get oh, 40%. Okay. So I'm saying. Oh, oh I'm um, so sorry the other way around. Yeah, like, yeah. Dude, so we've got to fix that. Yeah, so I'm saying yeah, that's 40, right. 40 percent that's that not you too bad. get. What do I get for that? If you know what I mean. Okay, I, I'm with you. Sorry, yeah, I missed. Did that make sense? Yes, that yes. Sense. So I, I'm yeah. paying forty percent. Um, I'm obviously getting the room. I'm getting admin support, but but what am I getting? Um, and the ads are starting to have that approach, which is in general, I feel is good, although I hear what you're saying as well, that it is not addressing more profound issues. Jerry's <laughs> um, giving me the wind up there is what we're getting. <laughs> <laughs> Righto. Well, we've got to think about summary. We'll be walking around something. We're calling it, uh, what are we called? What, what would Dilbert call it? He'd call it something to do with workers' needs, I suppose. Um, but it's actually more therapeutic than that. I think we still we haven't quite named the therapeutic dynamics here, G. But we I don't know if we're ready. Maybe we're not ready to do it. We're not ready, probably. We're not ready. All right, we've identified some danger zones and we've sort of had a bit of a look through the keyhole at them. Well, you know, and we haven't and really got any conclusions yet. Troubling, I guess, is how many stories like that are out there. Yeah. I've managed to generate what three? You've managed to generate a couple. Um, and that's just us. There's well, let me end on a really terrifying note. <laughs> So instead of cuddling up to bed, this is so I went in my very early career when I was in my early 20s. I was part of a psychotherapy training program in my secret city, and there was another training psychologist in there. and She was registered and went to work in private practice in her home, and she was murdered. Whoa! And when that happened, I was like, What the hell am I doing? What the hell am I doing? What the hell? I had no idea that could happen. So this is real. It's not just mm. sugar mm. and fairy floss. Like it's just, you know, you, there's some. You we, we, you, I think you, and I think I was really pleased I went to work in a statutory service before I went out, long before I went out on my own. Because I think you really do need to know the spectrum. Freud talked about mental illness as mad, sad, and bad. And you need to understand the bad. Like, what is the bad? What are we talking yes. about here? Yes. Yes. Anyway, and we'll, um, we'll unpack that as we go forward in the caravan of excitement that, that is Glock. We'll, we'll figure it out slowly. Mm, mm. And I, I would even suggest that your state government services. They don't care about you emotionally, but they do tend to care about you physically. Um, that's that's so, important. That's not yeah. always the case. That's not I, because I think that bad category of mental health that categorised mm. by Freud is is mm. really it's very difficult to understand. It's it's really that's why I think we're in the process as a community of understanding what to do about mental health, and we're getting there, mm. but we're not there yet. Short-term notes: You must be responsible for your own safety. Do not cross a boundary that you can. Do not do not cross something your instinct is saying is dangerous. Listen to your instinct. Like you know, if you're not feeling safe, don't do it. Just don't yes. do it. 
yes, it's an early warning sign. Lock the door. Ask <laughs> about after hours procedures. Listen yeah. when somebody tells you who they are. So listen if they tell you they don't care about after hour safety procedures. Don't um, do a home visit if you don't feel safe. Like ever. Just don't yes. don't do it. Yes. Yeah. Um, we're very, we're very, we're becoming very um, uh, authoritarian in our attempts to to secure safety. Jerry, next time we meet, we've got to talk about the therapeutic dynamics behind this stuff. Mm. We're going to go back to the person, the personal. We've got to go back to the personal. Mm. You know, let's on the on the. We've got to back off the solution focus for a minute. D- disentangle your fingers from the grip around books, and just have a look at the feelings. Yeah. <laughs> we're just. Quietly, you can pick them up later. Just have a little rest Fondle from them. them a little. Yeah, you just get touch. You can frost frisk them a little bit later. Yeah, just finger them. The lettering and the the booking the cover. You know. Anyway, that's we just we can't escape it. All right. What else? That's it. That's it for this time, isn't it? That's it. Yes. Yes. All right. Make all we'll your reading off. be useful and solution focused. <laughs> oh, um, Jerry. <laughs> with, with that clinical psych blessing, we'll say goodbye. Bye. Bye. For now. <laughs> Bye.